Hey, welcome to Hear God's Word. This is Michael. In this podcast, we study and dissect the Bible to better understand what it means and is trying to say. Whether we cover intense word studies or simple stories, there's so many layers and it's all important. So, if you want to hear what God has to say, then let's dive in. Hey, I'm so glad you guys could join back in after the last introduction episode. I'm glad that I could share a little bit more about myself because I'll be doing most of the episodes through this podcast. So I wanted to jump straight into what we're going to be talking about for this whole first season. And it's actually going to be pretty expansive because we're going to be going over Genesis, which is the first book or originally scroll in the Bible. And originally it was part of the Torah, which is the first five scrolls of what is the Jewish slash Christian and even technically Muslim scriptures. And you could go into a lot of subspecifics. So we're going to be talking about this book specifically because every time I am asked, hey, Michael, where should I begin reading in the Bible? A lot of people I know will say, hey, read John, or maybe, hey, read uh, Matthew or Mark. Usually I hear John the most, and then one of the other three Gospels. And to a certain extent, for someone who does not know anything and specifically is trying to find out about God and if they want to follow him, then I would say, yeah, definitely you can start in John. Any of those four books, Matthew, Mark, Luke, or John, are good places to start. But when people ask me, I say, well, where would you start any other book from the beginning? And so in the first episode, which will be the next one, these first two episodes have been bonuses just so that you can get to know me, the podcast, and now the topic that we're going to be speaking on, which is going to be the book of Genesis. So this is an introduction to what we're going to be talking about for quite some time. And I know I mentioned in the last episode that we're going to break things down into bite-sized chunks and we'll discuss and go into details. Some episodes may be anywhere from five minutes, but all the way potentially up to an hour. But I would say maybe an average episode is going to be 25 minutes. I do plan to go through the whole book of Genesis. As for when we finish, we will most likely go into Exodus However, we'll cross that sea when we come to it. We may talk about other topics in the future, such as word studies, the Gospels, prophecy, other topics in the Bible, and maybe even Christianity. But as I mentioned, the main thread is going to be 
to focus on going through the book of Genesis until it's done. So for these episodes, I plan to do most of them in one take, keeping them raw and unscripted, but I do have solid notes on everything in advance, but I'm not going to be typing up more and reading it off. Our main goal is going to be to actually open the Bible and to actually talk about what that's saying. And although we will go on other skirmishes, as I mentioned, we will talk about historical context and we do want to break down what it was like and what they would have thought during that time because things are very different now than they were and a lot of times they understood things different they had different phrases different culture and different assumptions about things and we make assumptions about them so we want to talk about that but this isn't focusing only and mainly on historical biblical context so We also are going to be using different versions of the Bible, and we are going to be using several different versions in English, as well as other languages, mainly being Hebrew, which is the original language that Genesis was written in. And so we definitely want to bring that in, and that's part of the original context that we can learn and gleam some of the original meanings that were written and we can compare different English versions and see how even though they look different at the same time they're saying the same thing because a lot of times I know that it's easy to look at different verses and look at different versions, and then believe that there's contradictions because it says two different words. And so that's especially the kind of walls that I want to break down because all of those things are explainable, which is why I would like to do this podcast is one thing is for that reason so that we can have proper understandings of what things are talking about. And sometimes it does get very difficult, and I will admit when I do not understand or know things, and I'm continuing to learn and grow, just as everyone else. But I do believe that God can still communicate the main messages that he's trying to get across. A lot of things that we talk about, it won't only be just reading There will be a lot of explanation. There will be even going into some of the historical context. There will be deep dives into word studies, theme and concept studies. And there will also be some logical reasoning that we'll do. We'll do speculation even. However, I definitely want to separate those two, and there is a big difference between teaching and speculation, so we'll try to clarify that in the show. Also, I wanted to address how I know it would be biased of me to mention that I do have a bias in this podcast, and I believe it's clear 
to most of you listening that I'm a follower of Jesus Christ and that I believe in the one true God, Yahweh. And because of that, I obviously bring certain views of God to the table. And I wanted to address that for a second because I also wanted to address how everyone who is listening to this podcast, even if you are a skeptic, an atheist, an agnostic, someone of another religion, you also bring in your own bias. And so I want to have fair conversations, but also I think it would be very biased to assume that the Christian scriptures are talking about a different God or that somehow they just are automatically wrong in advance and you won't give it a chance or listen to what it has to say because if it does have something to say and there is one true God I don't know anyone who would truly want to miss it if they actually could know that it is true and so I want to un biasly as much as possible bring to the table not just my opinions and what I have to say like I said earlier I'm going to give my everything to separate my opinions and all the theories that we're going to be talking about because I'm going to fairly represent uh, skepticism atheist point of views and, uh, of course, agnostic point of views because there is so many things that are not fully known. However, it doesn't mean there's not a message that the actual Bible really is communicating. And so we want to come at it and take it for what it is and not read into it and have bias into what we would want it to say or mean. I also wanted to say a few other things and I wanted to break just a few more things down before we actually jump into the actual study of Genesis. And so I wanted to give a few of the tips that I've learned along the time and keep them tucked in the back of your mind when actually going through the study in these podcast episodes with me. So one of them is to look at the big picture and to look at what things are saying to not take extreme views unless it seems to be calling for that, which sometimes that is the case and sometimes it can be just as bad to try and take uh, a middle ground approach when it is calling for something extreme. We will go through a lot of themes, as I said. So paying attention to words, pay attention to words that repeat over and over. And for example, we will, when we get to the story giving a little bit of a hint ahead when we get to the story of Noah, we'll actually start the conversation about grace because grace is a theme that runs all through the Bible. And 
it may be hard to catch, especially just when reading in a single version and reading quickly and not studying. But the theme of grace begins with Noah, so I won't spoil anything else about that yet. But sometimes the words don't appear and you have to dig into the original words because, for example, the word favor is translated in several different ways, but one of them is as grace. However, in the Old Testament, usually they'll translate it as favor. So with that, there's also a few other things. So sometimes we're going to ask questions. It's okay at the very end of a verse or even a passage to scratch your head and say, honestly, what did I just read? You know, I have to go back. Honestly, the scriptures can be very confusing. So many times we'll have to go back over and over, ask questions. And sometimes you have things that are clear That's category number one. When it's clear, you can be confident and happy that you understood the passage and move on. But then there is, huh, I kind of wonder what this means. I have some questions about this. So in that case, you know, try and dig and research and maybe you find the answer and you're like, oh man, now it makes sense. But then There's other times where you research for five hours on a, on a single passage or a little, even sometimes a phrase will be very confusing and it won't make sense or at least seemingly to us. And so even after spending a long time studying that specific verse, you may still be confused. And one of my big tips is if you don't understand it, it's okay to have questions and keep moving on because it'll probably be answered later on. So sometimes, and I will give an extreme example from the beginning, we have the tree of the knowledge of good and evil in the garden. And it doesn't give uh, a lot of information about it. And it doesn't really give much of any information about the tree of life. But you see it kind of pop up a few times, like trees and life as scattered themes through the Bible. And then at the very end of the Bible in the last book, after you go through all 66 books. So you're in chapter one or two reading about this tree, and you're like, I want to find out more. Well, you're not going to get an answer more (laughs) about it until you get to the very last book. And one of my favorite passages, and it goes along with the theme of this podcast too, So in Revelation 2.7, it says, 
Whoever has ears, let them hear what the Spirit says to the churches. To the one who overcomes, I will give the right to eat from the tree of life, which is in the paradise of God. And just doing a quick word study with you to show why word studies can be really special and give insight is the word paradise comes from the Greek word paradiso and the word paradiso in Greek means garden. So where was the tree of life originally in? It was in the garden of Eden. And so where are they going to be able to eat or where if we overcome, will we be able to be and eat from the tree of life? It's in the garden of God, which goes right back to the very beginning. And it gives us insight that even though there are these two trees at the beginning and people chose the wrong one instead of choosing life, they chose the knowledge of the tree of good and evil, and they did evil. In the end, it's all reversed back. Whoever overcomes and chooses to remove themselves from that in sin and follows God, they will be able to actually eat from that tree which was originally in the garden, the tree of life. And so just a beautiful example there of how themes and words can come full circle. So if you're paying attention to, oh, garden, you know, oh, okay. So I know that paradise means garden. And now, you know, I see it at the very beginning of the book. And now here it is at the end of the book and everything's coming full circle. There's so many themes like that that go through the whole Bible. And so I really want to dig into things such as that because that is a huge thing that makes the Bible what it is. All of the authors who compiled and wrote the Bible, they all had an understanding of what previous writings had in them. So the last thing that I wanted to mention, I know I've mentioned Bible Hub, but specifically for the book of Genesis that we're going to be studying, I wanted to throw out two resources, which I will put in links below. But on YouTube, there is a YouTuber named Justin Koo, and he has a show called The Move, and he went through the entire book of Genesis. Honestly, he started doing the show while I was studying Genesis, and he has guests that are pastors and other experts on the show, and it's kind of funny because half or 75% of the things he talks about on the show are a lot of the kind of stuff that I'm going to be talking about on this show. And I just thought it was funny as I was deep diving into Genesis that uh, here's this guy putting out almost all the same content that 
is getting written down in my notes. So I wanted to recommend his show as well as recommend a podcast, which is Calvary Chapel, Chester Springs. And you can find that on any podcasting platform, whether that be Apple, Spotify, Google, um, any of those podcasting platforms or wherever else you can find podcasts, you can find that one. And so both of those links will be down below. But there's one last thing I'm going to say before actually starting the first season and the study in Genesis, which is the approach and the heart that I took. So obviously I wasn't casually reading through Genesis. Otherwise I could have gotten through it in a month or so, or maybe two months since I'm a slow reader. I apologize if my speech is slow, but I'm glad that you're tuning in because despite that, there's a lot of really great content that's to come and more so just the revelation that God I know is going to speak to everyone who listens. So that one thing that I was talking about in my approach has been to put myself in the shoes of the people who lived the stories. And that's something that I've never done before. And it gives a whole different approach. For example, after chapter 12, it is no longer talking about the creation stories and the even though there are genealogies, which is family trees in a list form, even though there are still some of those things that are going on and the flood and the dispersion at the Tower of Babel, which may sound familiar to many of you. After those things, you get down to essentially everyday life with a guy named Abraham, then with Isaac, and then with Jacob, and then with Joseph, and then the book ends. So essentially 38 of the chapters are just these everyday nitty-gritty stories by these people who are living towards the beginning of time, trying to figure it out and have a relationship with and follow God. And so these people did not have the Bible already written for them. They were living the Bible. And we can easily, when we read these stories, be like, oh man, they should have known better. Like, come on, dude, Abraham, why did you go and lie about your wife? You know, I I thought lying was bad. Well, of course it is. Well, hey, Noah, how come you got drunk and, and cursed your your son's son's whole family line? Well, like I said, things are honestly just a drama-filled story starting from chapter 12 on. It is everyday life like we experience of people following God. However, they just have pioneering stories of 
their walk with God and discovering and having a relationship with him. They set the course and they also create a covenant, which is essentially a vow of commitment and relationship to God. And this and these are the stories that we're going to follow throughout the whole book of Genesis, essentially. And I thought it would be really unfair to just jet read through all of them. I wanted to live in the stories with the people who are living it because when Abraham waited several, several, several years for him to have a kid after God had promised one to him in his old age, it's easy to start doubting or having questions. And I wanted to start asking those questions with him. I wanted to start living in the story with him because when, if God were to promise you a child and you were 80 years old, would you start doubting or would you be like, oh, I've I've seen this scripture before. I have no doubt. Like, I already know it's going to happen. I know what's coming. Or are you going to be like a normal human being and display a little bit of struggle to believe? And that's what I aimed to do is to try and understand from their perspective. Also with those family trees, the genealogies that I was talking about, this is the first time that I've ever felt like, man, I actually feel like I kind of got to meet and know Tubalcane. Like, who's that? We'll, we'll find out. So there's just so many different people that are listed and they're not even just people. A lot of times they are families and clans and people groups that are mentioned. And so these people are going to be really important later on in scripture and it sets up the precedent for what happens in the future. And one last thing that I'd like to mention is if you are a believer and you, even if you believe that the writings of the Bible are historical and that there are some valid points to them that they have accurate recordings of events in the past. And especially, like I said, if you're a Christian or even a Jew, you should care about these family trees and the stories that happen in them because those are your ancestors. Even more than my recent Italian family heritage the thing that I relate the most with now as part of who I am as one of God's children is this story. Like This is my family from the beginning, and I want to get to know them. The Israelites, which is the branch that we're going to be discovering and reading about, they always looked at and viewed this as their history. So they cared about the the family trees because that was their family. It's like if you got to 
take the DNA tests that they have out on any one of the ancestry sort of DNA tests and it tells you who your recent family relatives were. That was their recent family relatives when they were writing and when they were living these stories. They're super important and so many times we just glance over them like it's no big whoop. So with that, I want to jump into these stories with you, and I'm really looking forward to studying God's Word. Hey, I'm so glad you guys could join for today's podcast. I hope things click for you and that you're better able to understand God's Word. Jesus said, whoever has ears, let them hear. So keep listening to what God has to say, and I'll see you guys next time. God bless.